0: Welcome to Street Fight Radio. We're glad you're here. Glad you're watching in the live stream. Glad to see you on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, all of that. I'm in the chat looking at what you got to say. Pre-show stream already got started. We got a big surprise coming up at the very beginning of the show, like right after I'm done with this little intro here. For those of you that don't know who we are, maybe this is the first time you've listened, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for eight years now. And uh, we're spreading this mess across the U.S. to get dissent to every single corner of the flat earth so that all the working people of the world can get what they deserve and we can all chill a little bit more. Uh, we're coming to you out of Columbus, Ohio. You can hear us on WCRS-FM. They're on the radio dial 92.7 or 98.3 if you're inside 270. Uh, that's how you get WCRS. Or you can go to wcrs If you want even more Street Fight bonus content, we have that. We do videos. We do zines. We do audio. Head over to patreon.com/slash radio. Check it out. You can get more shows. Uh, we just did an episode of Kitchen Nightmares as unlike anything I've ever seen in my fucking life. The craziest small business tyrants I've ever could ever conceive of. And uh, we just did the commentary on that episode. So if you want more, head over to Patreon. That episode, I mean, I, I want to talk about it on here. Well, actually, we got Well, let's talk about that episode, then we'll get to the vodka, right? We don't have to tease people. We're just, I wanted to, you you just brought it up and it's in my mind. That episode of that TV show is, it's the Amy's Baking Company episode of Kitchen Nightmares. And if you can't get our, if you can't, if you don't want to do the $5 for our Patreon, I just highly recommend you check this out in any possible way that you can. Yeah, how did you watch it? Uh, Hulu. Hulu. It's on Hulu. Uh, But I want to say that like, it's, it is, we talk about small business tyrants on this show a lot without like a lot of, you know, we have our experiences with them, but our stories are only so many. Yeah, We can only tell our stories so many times and we hear them over the air. You can like watch what environment so many people are working in. Yeah, this is a volatile, um, outrageous, completely bonkers. Um, the the people that run it are like just so delusional that Go- Gordon Ramsay is just like, uh, this is the fr- he." What did he say? It was like he's done it with a hundred restaurants. This is the first time he's like, "I can't help somebody that won't help themselves." <laughs> yeah, I have never. You're just seen... too much. You're too dysfunctional. Yeah, I can't. I understand but it. They seemed like the hardest people in the world over, to talk to. Over a hundred employees had gone through their doors. Yep. That filtered through those doors. Through that and screaming, were- yelling, pessimistic, mean, rude, terrible fucking work environment. Right. And that's where the thing is. Is like you just don't think about all the people out there that are working at these small businesses where people are fucking freaky. Like where, where they have to deal with people like this. Right. It's depressing. Uh, so we have uh, – I had a listener on Twitter who uh, kindly – well, I, f- I found a picture online that I thought was some sort of a Photoshop, to be honest. I thought it was one of those new wave, vapor wave, whatever meme things. And it said menthol tobacco flavored vodka, you know, which I thought it was one of those like, you know, uh, icy hot pockets or cold pockets type thing. Exactly. You know, exactly. We both neither one of us thought it was real because it just seems like such Not a, a- Cigarettes Flavor. aren't so appealing these days. No, people aren't trying to sell smokes no more. Even man. the smoking that people do is like tastes like bananas and cotton candy. Yeah, everybody's trying to do like uh yeah, exactly right. Everybody's trying to do like candies or or like a mango or something like that, you know. Um so we finally got so I had a listener get a hold of me and say, "Do you really want We have cases of this stuff because amazing it's discontinued because, amazingly, it didn't sell well, right? But here's the thing. It's only $14. It's it's not an expensive alcohol. (laughs) No, it's vodka. It's exactly what you would think it would cost. The the brand of vodka is Ivana, bitch. Right. That's problematic. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get that word out of the lexicon, I think. I guess it's possible, though. like that's a guy's name sure somebody's last name (laughs) right there's also a story on the back which i'll spare you from but uh somebody played a trick on their brother and found out that the menthol tobacco vodka was a good idea uh but my favorite is at the end it just says try it it's cool (laughs) (laughs) which makes me want to try it you know again we we do and when we smoke cigarettes we like menthol cigarettes so this has got to be great brett I'm not drinking I'm a it $1,000, but Brett is going to just drink if, it for free. I'm wearing, I got to let you know, I'm wearing a very nice sweater right now, turtleneck <laughs> sweater that is bright white. Yeah. And that I had Chinese food for dinner, and that if I throw up all over it, it's ruined. It's going to be beautiful to me. Though. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. It's, okay, so smells like the inside of a backwoods wrapper. Okay, that's a good smell. Or like a can of dip. That's a good smell. So at least we're finding out now it's, it doesn't taste like smoked cigarettes. I don't like M- M- Malort. Yeah, it's not smoked cigarettes. That's true. <laughs> Which this would is be a, incredible. It's not ashtray flavored vodka. <laughs> it's not like sucking it. You're, you're not supposed to get the sensation of sucking in a lit cigarette. So for those of you that are grossed out, really it's more of a, that's you don't understand the culinary arts. I do like, I don't mind Malort. I think Malort has an interesting flavor. Yeah. Let's see how this does. You ready? All right, go for it, man. I hope you get hooked on this. Woo. Oof. We're making like tobacco menthol tobacco. It's like they put a cool in the thing and filtered it out. How is it? How is it? Refreshing. Refreshing. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. It's the tobacco, enjoyable. The menthol tobacco flavored vodka is a success. It's not that bad. All right, man. Uh, I thought Great that one. it was gonna be a lot worse, but um, it does pepperminty, yeah. and it has like a cigar type. Tastes like yeah, mean, putting a cigar to, in your mouth. Who's trying to eat? Like, I'm not. Maybe beans. I don't want to smoke. Maybe if I'm not smoking, <laughs> right? Maybe Instead if I'm smoking. not I'm going through one of my phases where I'm not. Right, smoking I'm gonna get another any. one. He's yeah. gonna go. Okay, so now he's gonna have his second, and uh, that's something. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, been a while. I mean, I'm in polar vortex. It's like polar vortex now. So. Uh my kid has not gone to school for 3 days and she's not going tomorrow either so I'm in like emergency conditions right now. Right, we're both a mess. It's because just like, it's like what's the point in getting cleaned up and doing anything. Yeah, I don't, I'm I'm not going to rise and grind tomorrow. I'm no, not doing Hell, you can't. You know, you shouldn't even leave the house. It's too cold. That's true, baby. Oh, okay, That's down true. the hatch number 2. All right, get this other shot in real quick before we start the actual like body of the show uh whoo it is how is it how is it better the second shot or are you acquiring a taste for it uh maybe all right all right so there you go it wasn't as bad as we thought that's great no we're an honest show we ain't gonna sell for you no. you know what i mean this is honesty brett loves it, it. it's been now his bad. favorite drink and now i totally a- drink from across the table, it does smell like somebody just opened up a pack of Cools. <laughs> right. That's the, exactly what it smells like. Yeah, just like open pack of cigarettes. Imagine smelling that and thinking like, oh, I really like the liquid version of this. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want that mouthfeel. Uh, <sighs> give me that mouthfeel without the uh, teeth sweater. I got some good stories this week. Uh I like a lot of really good stuff. I guess let's uh, let's start. By talking about, we started the call-in show with it a little bit, and and it is time for this sort of talk to start creeping in every once in a while. I promise it won't be that much, but uh, I have been paying, I'm getting into the primary stuff. I'm watching it, I'm paying attention to it. What is going it. on? Why? I don't know. Well, Who cares? See, I don't care that much. I do want to know who it's going to be, but it's so early. What's They'll the They'll tell you yeah, when they know. That's exactly right. They'll tell you when they know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll come and let you know. It's not like you can do anything about it. Right. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> They'll tell you who the new person is. They're going to tell you who you're allowed to vote for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I saw this thing. Uh, you got your headphones over there. I do. I, I saw this thing, and I really want to watch it with you and, and talk about it. Um. Jason, I'm about to play a, a, an audio clip here. Audio? It is audio. Yeah, it's just audio. Woo. Okay, so we're going to play this audio clip that I found. I saw on Twitter. I want to give credit to the person who posted it. His name is Walker Bragman. And here we go.
1: Received. And I know men of, many of us will say the same thing. And I believe a child going without an education is tantamount to a crime. So I decided... I was gonna start prosecuting parents for truancy. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Well, this was a little controversial in San Francisco. <laughs> Just laughing. <laughs> and frankly, my staff went bananas. They were very concerned because we didn't know at the time whether I was gonna have an opponent in my re election. Hey, and it's like the wrong thing to do. <laughs> but I said, look, I'm done. This is a serious issue, and I've got a little political capital oh. and I'm gonna spend some. Oh, okay. Wow. And well, this that's is what, you what chose we to did. do. We recognized That in that initiative, as a prosecutor and law enforcement, I have a huge stick. Yes. The school district has got a carrot. Let's work in tandem around our collective objective and goal, which is to get those kids in school. All right, all right. So, to that end, on my letterhead, now let me tell you something about my letterhead. When you're the DA of a major city in this country, usually the job comes with a badge. What? What is this for? And there is often an artistic rendering oh, sorry, of said badge down. on your stationery. So I sent a letter out on my letterhead to every parent in the school district, oh, okay. outlining the connection that was statistically proven between elementary school truancy, high school dropouts, who will become a victim of crime. And who will become a perpetrator of crime the, the, we sent oh it God, out lady to you everyone no I- a friend of mine actually idea. called me and he said kamala my wife got the letter she freaked out she brought all the kids into the living room held up the letter said if you don't go to school kamala's gonna put you and me in jail
0: whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes
1: we achieved tend- intended effect so i would not be so standard. that she is <laughs>
0: running for president now. I and don't like that. This is Kamala Harris. That's uh, not a good idea. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, first of all, That's not a cute story. I There's... know. <laughs> Reminds me of this time that somebody told me this cute story where they hit a homeless person with a car, Jesus. and like other people laughed, and I like admonished them for it and made them feel. I like I tanked the whole fucking evening. Yeah, yeah. Just yes. by like not being into that being a cute story. No, you know? not, no. No, and she's like laughing her head off, yeah. and she thinks it's all very good and exciting. And I, <sighs> I guess like something I'd like to. Something I'd I, also like to say about this, though, uh, is that, like, she is enjoying, she's enjoying it. And she, so she said, I I, I, outlined a letter to the school that, she's cop, to the parent, well, yeah, she is a total cop. Dude, I, and she a- said, I outlined in the letter the statistical, the statistics behind people who don't show up to elementary school, high school dropouts, victims of crime and crime. And like, she is basically like looking at crime, like, well, the reason for crime is this not truancy. That. Yeah. But not. What is not what is the reason for this truancy? Why no. is the truancy happening? No, yeah. More, no, that punishment solves truants. Punishment solves problems. This yeah. lady thinks that, that punishing people is how you get results out of them. Well, we have another. And it, and it doesn't even like. Like the reason that kids don't attend school, we we created what we call the are probably because people like you threw their parents in jail at some point. I know, I know, I know. So let's hear her next. There's one more little section here. God, I hate this lady. Here we go.
1: DA mediation program, where we assigned prosecutors to go and sit with the administrators and principals when they met with all the parents. And frankly, you know the prosecutors in my office who volunteered to do this? Who? Who were that? my homicide prosecutors, my gang prosecutors. Oh, okay. And they went over there, and I said, when you go over there, look really mean. (laughs) And so they did, and invariably the parents said, well, who's the mean-looking dude? And the principal would say, well, that's someone that mean DA Kamala Harris sent over here (laughs) because she she said she's going to start prosecuting you if we can't work this out. And through that initiative, we found cases like the case of the woman. Listen to this was by herself, raising her three children, holding down two jobs, and homeless. She just needed some help.
0: So I brought but charges by shining against her.
1: this infrared spotlight of public safety on the fact that her children aren't in school, we were able to figure that out, get her access to services that exist, For and through that her? process, the attendance of her children improved. We dismissed the charges against her. And overall, we've improved attendance for this population in San Francisco by 20% over the last two years. So
0: she found a person that, that so Ooh, that, wow, yes. that's a lot. Do you see what I'm wow, saying? that's like, a she, lot. She tells the story about this homeless woman that's this working is two jobs what, whose kids aren't going to school. Right. And what she did to solve that problem, see, she says we pointed her in the direction of services, which may be very true, you know, but you brought fucking charges against her Yeah, is what you did. You fucking, you are walking around scaring people with fucking jail time. That's how you fix shit. Yeah. That's your fucking way to solve a problem. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're helping kids by putting their parents in like complete duress. Right. Yeah. I, I That's just weird. That's really weird. I just just so disgusting. It's such a horrible way to handle anything involving kids and all of that, you know? Right. Throw somebody in jail. It actually even just the idea that it was like very exciting for her to to like threaten to throw somebody like she was just she's threatening people. It sounds like maybe she didn't even really believe that she was going I don't know. I don't feel like I don't know. I can't have this is not somebody I wanna want as like, this is bad. That is a bad, per- like, that's not a good, that's, like, there's nothing uh, liberal or, well, there's plenty that's, liberal That's all they did, it. man. They all like the cops. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing, like, left about it at all. It's evil. Like, this, that kind of, like, having, that, to me, is more damning, almost, than the Super Predators thing. Because the Super Predators things happened in the 90s, with Hillary Clinton saying the Super Predators stuff. Yeah. Like, that happened in the 90s. This is recent. This is recent that she was like bringing charges against people. And it makes me just think that she's like not even more of the same, but like I got to now, like I get to pick between Donald Trump and some law and order fucking throw everybody in jail, mass incarceration person for office. Cause I didn't want to come on here the other day and list, read a list of, cause on Twitter people were posting lists of things she did. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm not I won't even hold her to I guess that. But then I saw this speech and I was like this this outlines like a sick fucking person. Well, you know? I mean, yeah, that's everybody though. I mean, that's who we're dealing with for the most part. This is the people that we need to like convert because a lot of folks fall in line with justice, man. Like from the left, too. We're de- like I I I know democrat people. I I literally was in conversations recently with Democratic people that absolutely adore Kamala Harris and were, were really going to be upset if Bernie Sanders threw his, his hat in the ring again. They just thought it was unacceptable. And, you know, like I, I just we really have to figure out because it's like, you know, Blue Lives Matter is like a dog whistle racism or whatever thing. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to to get these, like, Democrats to stop thanking the fucking police, you know? Or, yeah, just thinking that, like, like these prosecutors are—prosecutors should generally be thought of as evil. Like, they—I mean, like— I mean, but they're the hero of every TV show if it's not about the police. Right. How do we tell people that the people on TV—listen, the people that the prosecutors on Law & Order are putting in jail are bad. Like they No, no, they find... Because they're on TV. Like, it's a TV show in a fantasy world where the cops only bust bad people. That's yeah. just the way it is on TV. We need to teach people how, <laughs> like, just because that's what it is on TV doesn't mean that that's when who you, they're busting yeah. in real life. Generally, prosecutors just... are railroading poor people. Is right. exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They spend their whole day, like, just piling charges on the poor people and not prosecuting people who commit crimes that affect a ton of people. You know, they're not like prosecutors aren't out prosecuting, like, you know, guys dumping poison in, in, in like the river at a factory or anything like that. They're, they're prosecuting people who probably like, for instance, with this truancy thing, it's like, how the fuck are you supposed to make sure how, what are you supposed to do to ensure that those kids go to school every day? If you're working two fucking jobs and you're homeless, like what, what is it supposed to, how is that in your power to like a hundred percent so Yeah. yeah. You don't go to jail. Right. There just isn't a way to do it. Like a a, a a person who's decent, it's just a person who's decent looks at that problem and realizes that those people need help and that nobody should live that way. And that we fix it. And then like once, I guess once the problem's fixed, it's like, fine. You know, now we got you a house, you know, you, you have a living wage with only one job and you have all the time in the world and everything's going great. You never want for food, there's socialized medicine and all this shit. Then we can be like a little more like, you know, if you don't go to fucking school, you're going to jail like we could get more No, we can't. I we know, can't get I, you know there. what I mean though. No. You know, I'm saying I know you, like we I know what get, you mean. I know I what you would mean. be fine being I'm not fine, but I would be like, Okay, well we can be a little more strict if everybody was taken care of, but that's just not the case. That's not what's Yeah, happening. there's just other circumstances going on there and I just you know, this seems like more of the same to me. This sounds like just cracking the whip, mm-hmm. uh which doesn't Work And we have a lot of history. We have a lot of books. We have a lot of endless blog posts that explain why the reasoning and things that we've done before aren't going to be any help, aren't going to help us in the future and aren't taking care of the problems that we're, we're dealing with today. So, you know, when you look at a problem, like a a woman being in that situation with her, with her kids, and the first thing you come up with is like hit her with a charge. To, like, you know, snap her into shape. It's like, I mean, I'm not with that. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I I mean, and I think that if you're running for president and if if you're doing whatever you're doing, I, I really think that, like, if your solution is throw more people in jail... People love, though, people, people love that though man. I know people like it. All in jail man. They're I all know into it. They're <laughs> so into it. Yeah. The right they're just like they want bad guys. They all everybody believes in bad guys, you know? Everybody believes in bad guys. That's true. Bad guys uh, are out know, there somewhere. Man. Oh man, what are you doing? I'm looking at the chat too. Jeez. Come on. I messed up. Yeah, I just They're looking for bad guys, but the, the woman who can't pay, who can't make sure their kid goes to school is not the bad, like they're not bad. No, that's not a bad guy. You know, I don't think I can vote for her. That is another hard vote there. That is a really like, my hand might not voluntarily press the thing. It's not even going to be something that you can blame on me for not voting. It's like, I think we got to get Trump out of here, but oh man my whole life stands against like one of the most deeply held beliefs that i have is that mass incarceration is bad and we need to decarcerate is that the word like we need to knock these prisons down this is yeah they're horrible less solutions than courtrooms yes yeah courtrooms fuck courtrooms too so Uh, that's wild, man. Like what is she? Yeah. What somebody in the chat actually brought this up. What does the, what does she think the state does to kids whose parents are incarcerated? Like, so if they did put them in jail and then did put the kid in juvie, then like, what did you just do? Yeah. How did, like, what did, what problem did you solve? They scared one. She scared one lady. She scared a lady. She scared a bunch of <laughs> I scared this lady. Them. That was her intended. That was what was cracking me up a little bit was that she was like, she's telling this cute story and she's like laughing. It's so paternalistic. I know, it's so it, paternalistic. It's just one of those things where you're talking down about that person, you know, you think so low of that person and you're talking to the peers. And that's, what's great about like those type of people is that they draw you in where it's like, we're the six, you know, we're the successful people, yeah. you know, and we have to deal with these folks, you know how it is. And, you know, sometimes you have to bring the hammer down on them. That's the only thing they'll understand. You know, it's really like, it's so much so condescending, not even being able to figure out that people aren't trying to be managed. Sure. Like, that's the thing that, like, they don't, they will never understand, like, I don't, I don't want to be managed by you. Yeah. I don't, like, fuck you, is how I feel about you, you know? Like, whatever your your metrics for, like, what a successful life is, fuck them. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. I don't want to motherfucking go to Red Rocks. I don't want to go. You don't sp- want to go to Red Well, World? I kind of do. One okay. Guy. I'm trying to think of a band to see at Red Walk, Red <laughs> Rocks that would, like, be a really good, like, uh, 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 stick it in there, but I can't sure. think of any Sorry. of those like the like Modest Mouse. I don't want to go see fucking Modest Mouse at Red Rocks and feel very successful, right? Is that like a successful people band? What are the successful people bands these days? What do successful people listen yeah, to? Yeah, like back in the day, it was Modest Mouse and uh, My Morning Jacket. It was like that whole audience. When you're standing in that audience, it I always know. felt like everybody was kind of like it's like an alt rock indie thing. That is, like, successful, people. Like, Mumford & Sons for a while. Tame Impala. Tame Impala. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there was Mumford & Sons. There was just these arena bands, dude. Like, U2 is probably a good example yeah. of one. Yeah, yeah, that's old money. That's the old, uh, that's old Gen X money. Yeah. this yeah. old Gen X yeah. money. Yeah, let's just pretend like I said, I don't want to go to Red Rocks and see U2. Like, that's, like, not my dream or whatever. It's not my dream to live in a mixed-use condo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's, I mean, I'm not surprised Democrat ladies like this. So did you, okay, so let's move to another, like, I, I think I wanted to read this to you because I thought it was very weird.
1: <laughs> uh, gonna, is it
0: more Is it more primary shit? Actually, yeah, let's do this one last primary thing. <laughs> well, I'm going I'm to have to get another shot of menthol. Do, do another shot tobacco, of vodka. Tobacco. Well, I just want to talk about Howard Schultz. Did you hear about that guy this week? I, I'm serious when I say that, like, I'm not gonna pay attention. I'm, okay. not gonna, I'm not horse racing. All right, I'm not horse racing this thing. Well, I was dying. This guy announced that he was gonna maybe run for president. CEO guy, CEO of Starbucks. Starbucks guy. Okay, and yeah. Everybody hates him, and it's incredible. Well, i I mean, heard of him before. <laughs> and, I think there's there's about you know six billion ex Starbucks baristas that all <laughs> oh, have a story to tell. <laughs> well. I like everybody's believe, worked there. Everybody hates him, dude. Like, yeah. as soon as he announced, like, everybody teamed up together and said, Oh, well, we don't want you for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, not you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's anybody else? No, let's pick another I mean, fucking Donald Trump's our president, and we immediately kick this guy out. Like, no, no, you are objectionable. <laughs> you know, he's a weird fucking dude, though. Uh, when he announced and people got mad, he, he announced basically that he's thinking about running. And the reason he wants to run is because he's worried that the Democrats are going to uh, elect maybe an Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez type person or a Bernie Sanders or an Elizabeth Warren and they'll raise his taxes. Ah, so he's and running. So he basically is like, look, the Democrats either need to run a fiscally conservative, you know, regular old Democrat that's not going to do the high tax rate on billionaires. Or uh-huh. I'm going to run and split the fuck. Well, he thinks he's going to split the vote, but I can't even see him getting like 0.5% of the vote because well, I, mean, I just don't think anybody likes him at all. Well, I mean, for someone like him, I don't think Trump is a bad option either. That's right. like, that's, those, those guys live in the realm of where Republican or Democrat, they're doing fine. Right. Probably well, doing better under Republicans. They just have to pretend like it's bad. You well, know? that's why I think he's threatening that. Because he does, he would rather have Trump he would rather have than Trump, somebody right? That's right. gonna fucking like a Bernie Sanders who I don't even think would tax him that much. No, Bernie really. Sanders, I don't. Well, I don't think none of these guys are gonna tax him that much. But he thinks he has in his he mind because that. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is running around saying like we're gonna tax you at seventy percent over ten million dollars, and he's like, uh, we can't have that. I mean, that's the thing he's mad about. The first. Quote that I saw come up from him when he's announcing as he's tired of Democrats offering these impossible things like Medicare for all, that's an impossible task. And it's like, motherfucker, we could just take a bunch of your money and do it. Just yeah. your money yeah. and do it. It yeah. wouldn't you even, could, you could buy it. Well, yeah. You're going to pay for it. That's what we're trying to tell you. <laughs> that we're going to make you pay for it. But I saw this story and it's from 2012, but it's about him. And I just wanted, I think this is just, what is this? this is a story about howard schultz the guy that okay, just okay. announced okay he's a starbucks guy for those fans who believe that the only acceptable nba champion is any team that's not the heat the tempting choice is oklahoma city the thunder have kevin durant's superlative set of skills russell West, but hey, yeah, this is basketball stuff but uh where so um but where lebron loathing folks now see the forces of good on the court in oklahoma city I have always looked to the owner's box and seen Clay Bennett and his pals, the Oklahomans who stole the Seattle Supersonics from a city that loved and supported NBA basketball for 41 years. The theft was the final chapter in a grim tale of arrogance and and deceit, and the Okies spending more than a year deceiving Seattle fans, city officials, and even the team's front office about their ultimate intentions. So, uh... Oh, man, this guy put a end to the Seattle Supersonics? Yeah, he's the... <laughs> Ew, <laughs> man. Yeah. As a Sonics employee, I was there on the inside, living through and sometimes participating in the subterfuge. And I was there for what came before as the last local owner, spineless Starbucks mogul Howard Schultz, allowed his ego and greed to ruin the team's hopes. The demise of the Sonics was a slow implosion, and I watched it up close. Maybe I was too close, because it's only now dawning on me four years later that the Sonics have become the thunder What really, of like what really happened to their team. So uh, he got, he lost the Sonics. Um, I'm trying to find. Uh, Howard okay. Schultz had the So Sonics? let's see what it's like to work for Howard Schultz. Um, the media mogul. So um, he had to sell. So the previous owner had to sell the team to Howard Schultz in 2001. I first joined the staff as an intern in 2002 with the coffee and Presario at the helm. Fans had reason to feel optimistic. Schultz spun tales about his hoop head youth in Brooklyn. Oh god. Oh yeah. Can you imagine sitting down yeah I know. Oh. some guy in his fucking tie, <laughs> slacks. Oh, fucking dry clean slacks. <laughs> he fouled you know, I used to be ball back in the day a little bit. You know? <laughs> Brooklyn, I mean, I'm tough. They co- you had to be tough to live there. It's yeah, it's like an extra tough city, you know. You know. Got into some dust-ups on the court. He uh, he he vowed to return the team to prominence, and embrace the past, going so far as to bring back the club's classic green and gold colors. He would hold confabs with local business leaders before the games at the arena, sharing his management philosophy from the court to a rapt crowd in the stands. Ew! Like, I love who that. Who to that? I know. Who- <laughs> Like, what a guy this guy seems like. Yeah, you have half a half a stadium filled up. He's in the middle. He's shouting into a mic about, you know, who stole my cheese. <laughs> I was the guy scrambling around with a microphone so attendees could petition Schultz for guidance on branding nice. and guest relations. Nice. Schultz would drone on about how the team and his ownership was a public trust. He was a man accustomed to walking into a boardroom and bending it to his will. And he began his Sonic's reign full of unearned bravado. On a flight home from New York after the NBA confirmed his takeover of the team, he sat with Wally Walker, the former player and Goldman Sachs man, who as the team's GM had just brokered the deal. Schultz turned to Walker and said in all sincerity, okay, now we need to get Garnett, as if he could decree such a thing and it would simply be so. <laughs> At the All-Star Game in 2002, he announced to an assembled group of owners that he'd have a ring when they saw him in the following year. Okay, Well, then, you know, this yeah, was... Yeah, I mean, we gotta talk up. Yeah, 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 you do. You got to talk about what you're going to do, you know? Um, I'm trying to get to the part that I liked and, damn it, I'm I'm messing up. Okay. All right, here we go. So um, basically what this story was supposed to end up at <laughs> was that he gave, they had a season where mm-hmm. they made a bunch of fucking money. Okay. okay? I guess they did like really well. And, okay, here it is, here it is, here it is. Okay, one story, this is his cheapness. That's what I wanted to get to. Okay, one story of Schultz's cheapness is famous among his former staff. The Sonic's previous owner, Barry Ackerley, had bought holiday gift cards each year for the folks in the front office. When Schultz's group took over, the custom died. Uh, Rightly or wrongly, some of the employees grouse that no jester had been made to them. That's perfectly fair, yeah, by the way. Yeah. You're allowed to complain. Oh, yeah, just so you didn't know, we all get uh, gift cards at Christmas. Yeah. You can keep doing that. Yeah. I'm, like we did before. Billionaire guy. Yeah. You, you're doing just fucking fine. <laughs> According to an employee at the time, another of the team's new owners, Richard Tate, the co-creator of Cranium, heard about the complaints and subsequently gave out copies of his popular board game. Oh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) Unacceptable. (laughs) You have those just filling up your fucking garage. Don't give your employees your, like, games. Oh right, let, let me get you a signed copy there. <laughs> let me get you one of those. That's me. My name's on the box. I can sign the fucking thing. Not to be outdone, Schultz followed suit. He gave each employee a Starbucks gift card. Which Oh I mean But it should be like it should be like a like a, a metal card that's like an unlimited like, pass. like uh what's his name? Billy's like Billy's uh from the fire festival documentary, his metal card. Yes. It, the should like it should be like the Magnesis card. <laughs> it should, but you can um, get all he that He gave each employee a Starbucks gift card. One member of the staff who wasn't a Starbucks regular decided to use his card to get some snacks. When he went to pay for his roughly $5 worth of food, he asked how much money remained on the card. And the cashier said, well, you owe me money. The Sonics, <laughs> the Sonics Wait, employee. not pay yet. <laughs> The sonics employee asked how much had been on the card to begin with. $3.50 the barista. Applied. Ooh, what? At the time we would later learn ordinary customers couldn't buy a Starbucks card with a value of less than $5. These were custom $3.56 50 cent gift cards. So he looked at the price for like a small coffee was like 3 it's 350 and he gave everybody a, like one <laughs> coffee. He, I don't know where he gets the number for 350 but yeah Maybe he was just like, I'm buying you a small coffee. You get one small coffee. I'm buying you a small latte, buddy. Yeah. Imagine (laughs) what the austerity is going to look like under this guy. Yeah, and then someone's like, oh, God. Someone's in the fucking coding room like, I can't do it. I can't load these cards. It's like, we didn't create a system that could load cards like this. Yeah. You have to do it, man. Yeah. Schultz wants it. It would happen again. It became something of franchise lore that when the Storm it. won the WNBA title in 2004, the players, the first team to win any sort of championship for Seattle since 78-79 Sonics, also got cards that could barely cover a Starbucks coffee. No! No! How dare Chancy, like, why would we vote? Why would you? I don't like this. He yeah, is this, not this is a, a guy bad... that I want to vote for. Because you know what? If if me and you, any of us regular folks, had that ma- amount of money, you know exactly what we would do. Give it to everybody that we fucking met, any yeah. chance we got. Yeah, I would take right? money like fucking crazy. Any of us, if like all of one... us, that sit around and worship these fucking people. All we think about is how how we would just treat everybody, you know, so well, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, like, you hate them. Like, I, I mean, if I, I, I hate- if, if Street Fight Headquarters was as big as fucking Starbucks, the people that worked there, I would just give them thousands of dollars. <laughs> Bag of I have bags, thousands of dollars. Yeah, it would be funny. It was like, uh, I got burlap ba- burlap bags made. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they look like the money signs from cartoons and shit on them. They don't <clears throat> think I. I don't know. Three dollars and fifty cents is a. Cr- I mean, you gotta have a line. Right? I mean, if somebody gives you a gift like that, it's like really kind of, they're going on the offensive, you I feel like. You think insulting. Yeah, it's insulting. Is insult. It is. It's like, wh- d- how much do you value yourself? Is when yeah. someone gives you a gift like that, it's like, are you willing to stand up and be like, you know what? This is unacceptable. Yeah. You come back. We need to renegotiate this motherfucking Christmas bonus right now. Fucking throw it in the back of his fucking head when he walks out yeah. of the door. Yeah. It's disgusting you know that he had them made. The, the, the fact that he had them made. Like, he should have to come on TV now because he wants to be the president. He should have to come on TV now and let people ask him questions about this. I don't want to tell on nobody's business, but I do have a really fucking juicy Christmas gift story that I want to tell. Somebody got a vegetarian cookbook. Okay. That looked like it came with, like, a free microwave. Like, it was one of those books that are about it's like a zine basically a zine okay like 16 pages of fucking recipes okay was a gift okay from their boss and so they have just left it on their desk prominently and they're not taking it home like it's just going to sit there as like this you know totem to me not fucking accepting this i don't gift. this is not, yeah i don't want this yeah i'm not going this to give sucks nope this stays here when i, I know, fucking when i quit i'm gonna throw it in the trash but it's not going home with me you know it, and it's it's the thing where it's like your boss ha, you know what they have you know what they're working with a lot of times like if i thought the company was about to fucking go under sure i'd be like, I'd be like oh, i know what i'm into okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, the, the people leaving Toys R Us, the people that were doing the last boxes for Toys R Us know what the fucking sitch is, you Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They're not expecting a bonus, but, yeah, uh, our company got gets bought out by Starbucks. I expect to get a fucking Christmas gift like I did last year, you yeah. know? Or There's... even just, like, like I, I just I think, think even, even, even if you're, you're the, the boss, boss guy... Then why the fuck aren't you? Like, why isn't why is he like three fifty? Like, does he just see the bulk number? Do you think? Where it's like we're spending this amount of money and he's like, oh. Well, just divide it lower. (laughs) He's like, I want to spend fifteen hundred on office gifts this year, just divide it by how many people we got. The real bummer is that like if he did come out and have to address these things, he would just blame it on somebody working under him because that's sure. what they do. Yeah, that's, that's how they're able to. That's, they're insulated. They do it all the time. Like, but, but no, they should. Yeah, I mean, they should have because, like, yeah, if you did that stuff, like, even though on Christmas Day, I would be like, yeah, that's a nice one. That's a real nice one. I mean, three dollars It's a nice cents. cup of coffee you bought me, well, but. I would definitely go after you later. Like you would definitely hear it. You'd have to own up to it eventually. I ain't even. No one takes that to the grave without having to like answer for that. Five dollars is unacceptable. I I think think it's fine. Five dollars is not for the Starbucks Starbucks guy. For anybody, I mean, maybe for like someone that's asking for money, but I mean, five dollars is like don't bother. But a five dollars Starbucks gift card to get you a coffee. Yeah, it out pays for the whole thing. Right. It does pay for the whole thing. At, At the, the very price. least, you're paying for the whole thing. Right. Like, what is he even handing out? <laughs> like, yeah, what like, is this? Uh, I don't believe in taxes. You got to cover those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three fucking dollars and fifty cents. That's, this guy's horrible. He's Get a businessman. He knows a lot about business. He would be great it's to true. run the United States it's government crazy. and have complete control over all the fucking people that live here. Yeah. So I saw I that would be a big idea. So I saw this story this week from one of our other senators. A a wonderful senator came up with an idea. It's in Bloomberg and it's a really weird fucking article, but uh a US senator wants to know if Which nat- one? What? Which senator? I I I Oh, sorry. A US senator wants to know if national security fi- officials are prepared for the frightening prop prospect that the potent opioid fentanyl yeah. could be used to attack Americans. So, oh no. Now, now for yeah. Americans that <laughs> fell off the roof and uh got a back injury and then got pills and now can't get them anymore. So, so now, now we're worried that they are going to like anthrax. Yeah, it's anthrax. Yeah. Fentanyl. Yep, yep. You're, we're going to have like prominent people in the government you know, pay people to cut their en- the corner of their envelopes open to pour them open. You know, pour them <laughs> can out. you
2: believe that they, they that is uh,
0: okay? Senator Edward, Edward Markey, a, a Democrat, Democrat from Massachusetts, Massachusetts wrote. These letters. Democrats, what do they got? Nothing. Nothing. You know, us two dummies can do better than these fucking people, and I, and I still have way more fucking Democrats talking to me, convincing me that this is the way to fucking be.
1: Or we that you're dumb.
0: dumb. Yeah. You're the dumb one. I'm crazy. You're the dumb crazy one. And yeah. not this these I'm absurd. Guys. I'm being absurd. Yeah. <laughs> it it is, absurd. is absurd. This is absurd too. to me. It just um so like he I said, we, Like I I mean fentanyl is it's at like dive bars. People are handling it openly. People are putting it everywhere all over their bodies, right? <laughs> yes, fentanyl. Yes. It's popular. It's popping right now. It is just. It's, it's out there. It it regardless of but, if it's popular or good. It's out there but, and it's being used. Right, and, and by people that aren't wearing hazmat suits and by people that aren't like trained chem chemists and shit. Right. Yeah. Um, Senator. Yeah, <laughs> They they think that when, like, a person wants to go get a, like, fentanyl, when they're like, it's time to do the fentanyl, that they put on, right. like, a, a fucking astronaut suit with yep. a little hole, like, right here. And they, like, have to jack in with a needle that can't touch any outside right. or anything right. like right. that. Right, right, um, I've been doing some measuring with my fentanyl. <laughs> like the, They have a chamber that they keep it in. Yeah, it's just the way that they are talking about it is so... It's so, so out insane. of the realm of like, yeah, it really is like it, anthrax. It is so far from what the users are experiencing. Yeah. You know, uh, so Senator Edward Markey, a Democrat from Massachusetts, wrote letters to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and acting Secretary of Defense Patrick Pompeo. Shanahan Monday asking whether their agencies have devised strategies to deal with the potential weaponization of fentanyl. The drug is 50 times more potent than heroin. With which it is often mixed, and in its strongest form, called carfentanil, it's used legally as an elephant tranquilizer. Now, did that have to be in the article, Bloomberg? Like, this is why people freak out about yeah, it yeah. too, right? Is that like they don't? I don't know why they're like what what use is that hysteria in there? Yeah, yeah. they're they stoking something that's not real. It means that people are going to click on a link for toothpaste or something or some targeted ad. (laughs) Yeah. Fentanyl has assumed a central role in the opioid overdose epidemic. Relatively easy to manufacture, the drug is turning up more frequently on the streets amid still enormous demand for illicit painkillers in the U.S. Americans' deaths linked to fentanyl increased more than 50% to 24,406 in 2017 from 19,413 in 2016, according to the National Institute on Drug Abuse. That is because the pills are gone. That's because they dried the fucking pills up. Yeah, yeah. People. Law enforcement officers and first responders have been warned to handle fentanyl with extreme caution. Some have fallen seriously ill after getting it on their skin or clothing. They've had panic attacks. They haven't found none of you know no, why they get ill? Because shooting up Narcan is bad for you. It doesn't feel good. It's not like a good feeling. Well, and they just report on the hysteria. They report that a <laughs> cop freaked out because a granule of fentanyl touched them. <laughs> yeah. And that's their evidence. That's their evidence. They don't do the follow-up where they were like, you know, we gave him a toxicology screening and this fucking guy is just a panty. <laughs> he's just nervous. He's, he's just really skittish. Yeah, he's nervous. He's kind. like he's like one of those um He's like one of those dogs that need, like, a a little one of those weight vests to wear to feel like they have a purpose, you know, so they don't feel so anxious. He's just a nervous boy. He's just a big, nervous boy. Yeah, he's just a shaky guy. Marky's requesting, but he has a gun and also. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> yes he does he has a gun and he can kill you yeah just whatever he wants markey's request for information follows reporting last year by bloomberg news about concern among national security experts regarding the possibility of fentanyl being used as a weapon of mass destruction so now it's, it's a big te- news <laughs> yeah. big news now they're tying it is this all that they know how to do the national security apparatus knows how to do is just like okay there's a thing we don't like it. What if we said it's terrible? We can amp it up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we'll have to get it to the worst thing in the world level. Yeah. Uh, fentanyl's effects are difficult to reverse with existing dosages of widely used overdose antidotes such as Narcan nasal spray. Those wishing to do harm could use fentanyl to injure or kill American citizens at home or abroad, or engage in assassinations. Marky wrote. How it's crazy! Are they can put it would, in like a bomb or something. They're talking some Bourne movie shit that like nobody's thinking about. It's like a spray gun. Like they like put it did... in an airplane crop. Oh, thing. crop dust. <laughs> That's thing. what they used to say they were gonna do with fucking anthrax and smallpox. Yeah, plots. back in the early two thousands, they that said the motherfuckers sense. are gonna fly over. You hook it up to like a, like a fertilizer plane. Yeah, and then fly over a major city and just drop it. You know, just like, drop fentanyl. Just yeah. drop people getting fucking knotted out, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, everybody will just be fucking chilling. <laughs> I had, I had the, I last year I had, uh, I got scoped in my throat to look at my my intestines and shit, and I had fentanyl, and I thought I was like the most charismatic person in the world it's when wonderful. I woke up. I just thought I was like, hey, it's a party. Hey, everybody. (laughs) I'm like that, too. Every time I've done, like, the Dilaudid or the fentanyl at the hospital, (laughs) it's like, this is. Yeah. I mean, you guys really got something going on in this Yeah, yeah. What is this? this? Magic feeling. Why can't I check in here and just get the stuff, like, for a night? Like. Uh, that would be, that has That's always what you been mean. a dream of mine is that I can check into a hospital, like a hotel. Yeah. And like, I'll fucking wear the robe or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll blend yeah. in with yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. and everything. Just shoot me up with them drugs and let me walk outside right. and smoke a cigarette every now and then. And we're fucking talking some shit, man. I'll right. pay good it's money. Premium. For that. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I would pay good money for that. Yeah. That's like I always say that they should have like places that are basically like dentist office, but instead of dentistry, they just do the nitrous. The nitrous, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just lean back and <laughs> yeah. get lightheaded. Yeah. I would go yeah, I would, there. Yeah, you get a Groupon for that eventually. I like know. once the market stepped in. I know. How, how illegal is that stuff? Is it pretty illegal? Oh, yeah. Super. Ah, that's, uh, nitrous? A controlled substance? Yeah. Ah, there was okay. a hippie, what do they call it? The hippie highway. There was something that yeah. ran through here with that had a whole bunch oh, of nitrous. trust like, me. I remember nitrous. Yeah, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, the jam bands and all that. I think I like it more on at the dentist. But my personal fave, because it lasts longer because they yeah, put it on yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's more... And they're like controlling it for you and stuff. Yeah, and, like, if you, can, if you get a nitrous mask for your house. Yeah. It feels we're so talking. good. That stuff, man. There's a Oof. there's a book I'm reading right now called uh, Green Mars. It's like all about they're taking Mars and turning it into like a new civilization after Earth is like, you know, falling apart. But their, Coming big, soon. their big drugs are Kava and Nitrous. Okay. That's what they do. <laughs> like kava that, is not the best, but Nitrous fucking rules. I think Kava is great, but it's fine. <laughs> not, nitrous is also a great choice. Well, it's just th- that it really does. Like other than tripping, and I think it even maybe goes further than LSD trips. Well, yeah, I mean circulation and like all yeah. of that blood and all. Of, I don't know how oxygen levels. That's that's a different thing than like <laughs> yeah chemical changes the, in your brain. When you, if you really want to dissociate, you you that is the stuff to do it because you really do feel like you're not on this planet anymore when you're on fucking nitrous. So. The combination of high-demand, plentiful supply, and alarming potency has made fentanyl dangerously ubiquitous and raised the prospect of it falling into the hands of those who would use it for even more nefarious purposes, Marky wrote in a separate letter to Rick Bright, Director of Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, and Julie Bentz. So this guy's just writing letters to people. Um... Marky asked Brighton Benz to characterize how fentanyl could be used in an attack, how likely such attacks are to be carried out and what could be done to prevent fentanyl from being used as a weapon. Don't tell anybody that's a screenplay. You got there. I know that's going to be like the next Bruce Willis fucking movie. You don't, don't don't give that up at all. That's worth money. You got to You have the fears of middle America right in your hands. You got to use that to make money, right? What a fucking do like a, you have to do a fucking move. You have to get, like, uh, how about you get Liam Neeson, his fucking kid, <laughs> gets hooked on fentanyl, and he has to go stop the whole operation before they can dose the nation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see... You know, we all know that the terrorism thing is bullshit <laughs> anyway. Like, I mean, I guess there are people that might do something, but I just don't see... Anybody <laughs> using fentanyl as any kind of a thing? Somebody in the fentanyl's chat like said, barb fentanyl cruises, and I'm like, yeah, yes, fentanyl cruises, <laughs> opioid cruises. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If I had run this world, we would have these these cruises. We would have like the the nitrous oxide bar. Yeah, we would have cruises. I mean, the the feeling Brett got from being in a dab lounge was beautiful because it was just like, holy shit, you know. You know, started at the bottom and now we're here. You know, when I, I know was, when I was a little boy, man. I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> no smoking out of aluminum foil pipes yeah. <laughs> versus like the finest, cleanest concentrates you know you can find anywhere, <laughs> and someone cooking it up for you. You know, like we got a hot email waiting for you right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh oh shit! I wanted to. So I also yeah, solved. you get new new sound effects now. You get the the uh, torch from the dab rig yeah no more bong hits, no more bong roll now it's the dab torch i also saw this article by somebody named dylan uh hm on twitter (laughs) it's not really an article but he you know the the company quick loans in the uk uh it seems like a uk company that does like high interest loans and shit like that or loans period quick loans oh okay okay uh, so they, they, this guy got this sponsored ad on Facebook from quickloans.co.uk. Oh, and yeah, it said, this was crazy. Why, why we should lock people up in debtors' prison for missing repayments is the article, yeah. So, whoever they're hiring for their content manager went a little, <laughs> evil. you know, is of evil, yeah, like went on like, their uh, probably took took some liberty or some discretionary authority with the content <laughs> they hired, they came in and like, I like a, uh, like, you know, like the Nazi, the like the black Nazi uniform, like all black, like shiny and leather and yeah. like, with a writing crop in their hand. And yeah. they're like, I'm here to do your social media. We must punish <laughs> the debtors. <laughs> <laughs> As most of you will know, debt and bankruptcy are getting out of hand. The more help there is out there, the more debt problems arise. But debt, no, this stuff is like, (laughs) this is an industry. Yes, it is. There was actually, I remember there was a point when I worked at Discover Card and I worked in this brand new program. It was called the Over Limit Program. And this was designed to address people that were like extremely over their limit. And they were getting like $35 fees for being over their limit every single month. And their minimums weren't making it up for it and all of this. And literally one of the manager guys said, but if we get rid of these type of people, that's a lot of revenue that we lose. Right. And because that's the intended, that's their purpose, right? Yeah, I remember at the cable company, there was this big push at one point where they went through and they cleared all the uh, debts, right? Like all the the people that had high level debts, they just went through and cleared them so those people could sign back up for cable again. So you would go to a place that had their cable shut off for non-pay and you would set up a deal with them where they pay maybe a little piece back of what they owe. And then they would get their cable again. And it was just like, because if they couldn't get their cable, then you wouldn't be able to get their fucking money, you know? Right. So they had, they, they, they will like sometimes just go through and clear those debts. So they've, they've gone a year without, because they're, because they can't pay us $180. I'd rather get sixty dollars a month from them on a new fucking deal. Yeah, I can't monetize them anymore if they're if I well, if I can't and, sign them up, they can't be monetized. And anymore. and all of the debt is worth so much money. Like, <laughs> they sell that shit, right? I yeah. mean, it gets passed along, and more people are you know calling and. Yeah, this is the <laughs> most U line thing I think we've seen in a really long time. Like the most baffling. It's a it's a really baffling thing that that it's like. I'm trying to sell you something, which are loans. This is my advertisement for the loans that I'm trying to sell you. (laughs) And it's like, why I wanna send you to prison if you don't pay back these loans, so. Well, I mean like, so in the modern marketing world with social media, you're supposed to put out like authentic content. That's what they say, it's just like, you know, it doesn't matter you don't have to worry so much about what people think. You just need to like produce content that because that's what, and you know, the people that fuck with you will fuck with you. And the ones that don't, you know, won't, but you'll gain a lot of customers. So this is somebody that's like going for that Kamala Harris voter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is somebody that's like, you know, one way to get people to pay their credit cards is maybe throw them in fucking jail. <laughs> I know I'd pay my credit cards if I got thrown in jail. God, is there a percentage of people that, like, Every, read something a, like this and they're like, okay, yeah, this I can is see it. Point. They're like, hmm, yeah, yeah, intriguing. You shined a new light on this event. So yeah. let's, let's read the, because he got But that yeah, is like, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think that, like, it really sucks in a way, like, whenever I think, uh when you go really down the wormhole of it in that debt is valuable in that. And it's this like invisible thing that is only online and other people can make money off of it and we can generate it and we can, you know, we get something initially out of it, but like we could also just do a little fakie fakie system where, you know, there isn't a situation where there's a homeless mother that is having trouble sending her kids to school and working two jobs. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. It feels like we could fakey, fakey it's the numbers. Space. Yeah. There's- is there a way to make this fucking like fucking thing work in a, in a, in a, in a sway it in her direction more? <laughs> yeah. Could right? the money head that way? Right. Like- in- instead of just all of us being like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I- I'm totally going to pay off this Waterbed, yeah, this waterbed. Uh, no, this com- this uh, HP computer. I will definitely pay make twenty seven payments on it. Yeah. No, but like. You created like you created this beautiful piece of debt now, yeah. And it can be exchanged and purchased, and there can be transactions. Yeah. And there's so much value comes from that. Yeah. Bill you know? collectors so are so generated. Paid it. Everybody's right. getting paid for it, even if you never pay it. people no. are Just getting paid. Everybody's getting paid. Yeah. There's off so it. much getting paid. Like generating debt is basically building making jobs yeah you're like a job creation machine and, and, <laughs> yeah they li- and everybody lives off yeah yeah is, and that's where we're at so as most of you will know debton so the, oh now, I, I gotta say this vodka is really good okay <laughs> now before most of you hit the roof and start phoning your local mp please give us a chance to explain our reasoning when somebody doesn't pay back their debt, that debt has to be paid for by others that use that service. No, it's precisely the, yeah, I know. <laughs> like not really. It's no. precisely the same thing as effect that shoplifting has when someone doesn't pay for their shopping. Not okay. No, like, no. I mean, you're talking, I mean, you're, you're talking about credit. You're talking yeah. about money that was made out of nothing. They Are say those sh- costs get passed on to people who use the service legitimately. In these cases, Locking people up is the accepted and welcome policy. So why wow. is not repaying loans any different from shoplifting? That's because the shoplifting people weren't dumb enough to put the shit in my hands and say, yeah, you can pay for that later. Like, well, there's a certain amount of responsibility from the loan company that, you know, there's due diligence and stuff where, you know. Well, and shoplifting is something that's you're responsible for. I mean, if you set up an environment where you're charging for stuff, you got to make sure you take care of it. If people get past your system, they win the game. But right. you set up a game. You set up the game. You could have just shared with everybody. Right. Right. This is such a crazy ad. dude. Th- remember, listeners, this, this is quick is an and loans. Ad, you said? Quick quick loans. I don't think it's quick. Oh no. No, let's call it quicken loans. If we brought back debtors prison, the price of loans would be reduced. No, they wouldn't. They'd be reduced because bad people wouldn't apply for them without a concrete plan to repay them. Dude, but remember, like, what about Wolf of Wall Street? We love that guy. I know. I know. Like remember them junk bonds that everybody was getting down with? Like, what about school debt right now? That's like, everybody's making so much money. Like this is what we get off on, you know, like, this is, we have to, Like this is where I think, um, when it comes to, sometimes I don't know how I'm going to ever bridge the gap with people when it comes to like the, the conservative liberal breakdown, because conservative people, I've, I've always understood that they really just push for like a pureness and like, they don't accept failure as an option, right? Like they don't want to accept that some people are going to be homeless so they don't want to come up with a solution for homelessness right because yeah. they think that everybody should be able to have a chance to be a millionaire in America and all yeah. that shit that you can figure it out somehow right yeah so listen to this this is wild They'd take their own financial responsibility much more seriously if it was linked directly to their yeah. liberty. This means that there would be less problem debt. Now, surely fewer people in problem debt is a good thing, and it's something that politicians I, could get behind. While it's technically illegal to be in prison and for civil debt in the U.K. at the present, you could be in prison for not obeying a court order to is, repay the debt. This is bullshit. I yeah. mean, here's the, here's the thing about it, man. You got money to loan. You make the judgment on that money. Yeah. It's like a book, man. You let somebody, you let somebody borrow a book, you know, whether or not you're getting that book back as soon as you give it to them. Yeah. As soon. And also there's relatives that, you know, have given me money. They knew they were never going to get their fucking money again. They, yeah. they were just throwing it down the hole. Yeah. Right? Uh, absolutely. There's people that I've given money to that I'm like, they're like, I'm going to pay you back. And I'm like, I don't, I probably not going to see you again until you need more money. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is and, the and, truth and, about it too. And that- you're the lender. You take on all the fucking risks. You should not be guaranteed anything. Nope. You're not guaranteed it. Hey. And, and if, they, if they didn't guarantee, that's the thing is that debt is so valuable and it's something you can write off on your taxes and it's something that you can turn into, these rich folks turn it into an asset, right? Mm-hmm. They have made it into something that is wealth creation for all of them, all of our bad to fucking decisions, <laughs> just because we believe that we wanted to pay $54 a week for a printer because we really needed it for fucking school, yeah. right? But so right. many times, I mean, most, we couldn't come up with it. Yeah. And we wanted, it, hey, but now they are making $5,400 a year on it. Right. Writing it off on a taxes because I didn't pay it. Yep. So they say, while it's technically illegal to be in prison <laughs> for civil debt in the UK at present, you could be in prison for not obeying a court order to repay the debt. Basically, if we went to court and saying the CCJ against the borrower and they failed to repay that, they could legally go to court for being in contempt of court. Um, I mean, try to get, take, take, take <laughs> motherfucking blood from this stone, right? <laughs> yeah, the law is, well, come, come get say. your money, come get your money, come get a judgment on me, get my paycheck. If you can get between my employer and my motherfucking <laughs> check, you can get your money. Yeah, that's The all. student loans did it. Yeah, yeah. Get a lien on my shit. Just, like, like it, but that's on you. Like you don't, your job. you, yet you, you, you gave me the, you money. gave me the, you gave a very irresponsible person money. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah. That was, you made a huge mistake. That I was look so stupid. If I was a creditor, I could look Brett in the face and be like, he don't respect me I, at all. <laughs> I came to you. I told you I'd pay you $40 a month and you fucking believe me. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. Look at me. Look at my face, like yeah. my demeanor. Everything about me says I'm never paying this back. Yeah. You know? This and is a, you know I'm going to renegotiate in my mind what the right. debt is anyway. Right. I'm going to be like, this shit wasn't worth that kind of money. Halfway through paying it. Like, there's so many factors. But the truth is, like, I don't think it would stop people from not paying off their debts. I really don't I think mean, even then people I, I, go I to jail, I, dude. It would change. I mean, I don't know. It, it would just it would be devastating. I mean it would It just, would be bad. Yes. We we have such a bad prison population as it is, and it's so petty the the reasons that people are, get locked up these days and uh I don't know, man. Well, this is the wild ending of this it, it, advertisement. Every I mean, dude, everybody's in like debt is I really makes the world go around. We we yeah. are in it. Yeah. Right? Like the it, whole machine runs because of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They yeah. they they are running on the futures promise to pays, man. It's all promise to pay in the future. It's going to be this in the yeah. future. The future's looking brighter. Well, they couldn't get everybody us the, thinks five years from now. It's going to be like the fucking the greatest. They couldn't get us to do the hours that they get us to work. They couldn't get us to work the jobs we work. Right. They couldn't do any of that stuff without the debt. That's just the way it is. There's like all these smart people that, you know, even did four or eight years of college that are stuck. Like having to work at like a a, a, a Starbucks or something like well, that I mean, because I, of debt. Because well, I mean, I tell you if you look at those Uber East cars, those Insta, Instacart cars, like a lot of those people are driving like fucking BMW. Some yeah. of those people got like Acura's and shit. Yeah. Like coming to coming to deliver it to like, you know, keep up with the, the fucking Joneses yeah. and shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or because also, you know, uh, you know, it no detriment like not to, to talk shit about them because There also, there was better times. Like, I think people are making do. I think people are just like, fuck it. I guess I'm just going to listen to podcasts and do app work in the evenings now because I want to keep up with what I had before. But like, you know, the, the benefits, the pay, the return is less and less each year. I mean, I'm fucking old enough now where it, you know, it's just been deteriorating. Yeah ever since. So here's how they end this ad. It's a, this is an ad by the way to get you to use their loan product. Well, they're serious, man. This is like how serious they are about finances. They're like, <laughs> if you don't do finances right, I'll fucking take you to jail. I'll throw you in fucking prison, you piece. I'll throw of you shit. in jail. I for sure will throw you in fucking prison. Listen to this though. This is such a crazy thing for them to say. Think of how satisfying it would be as your neighbor who is always living beyond his or her means, the one who has been living the high life, driving around in flash cars, we all know him, is carted off the prison for a couple of months because he didn't make the repayments. At the moment, he's laughing at everyone else having oh to cover God. his highlight. Oh this God. is why it's time for justice for responsible borrowers. What is I mean, this? I don't see this as this anything that weird. could ever catch fire. No, it's just such this a is, st- strange. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange thing for a like, again, it's just this like, is like a very U line thing to me. I think, you know, in a way it's one of those matters where like, Uh, it's a it's a monkey on a a keyboard right where they can eventually write everything like every thought will eventually be thunk (laughs) well right every everybody eventually everybody will say every thought that you can have yeah well let's end the show with somebody's crazy thought we got an op-ed to read brett okay uh, from 1420 WBSM. Because you know we ain't reading Thomas Friedman on Street Fighter Radio. We read. No, fuck Thomas Friedman. There's a different kind of op-ed that we read. And this is an op-ed from a small town newspaper or radio station. Which is perfect for our purposes. I okay, think. okay. What do we got? <clears throat> the war on police has come ashore to the south coast. Oh, no. The war on police? <laughs> yeah. This is, We're not even close, man. Getting hairy, Brett. Okay? We're not even close. Yeah. New Bedford detective David Brown was forbidden to use the bathroom by a city business on Friday, January the 25th. Yes. I just. (laughs) The one one brave person. All this. (laughs) This is one brave person that was just like, you know what? Fuck that cop, man. Yeah. He just came in here. He just wants to piss on our toilet and not use the fucking facilities or anything. Get free coffee and shit. Yeah, he's going to come in here and ask for something for free or a discount. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about this refusal of service on Friday, shortly after my radio show ended. I immediately drove over to the location to speak with the officer and see the situation for myself. Ah, man. Yeah. This is amazing. This is (laughs) is my kind of stuff here. Well, it's, yeah, it's one of those moments where, you know, they really got to confront what they're doing. Yeah, Like someone's putting it to him. Yeah. Detective Brown was working a traffic detail at a road construction site at the intersection of Rockdale Avenue and Allen Street outside of the 7-Eleven convenience store. This intersection has extremely heavy traffic flow. The convenience store and a bank are the only businesses located close to the road construction site so that the New Bedford police were covering that day. So he's doing the traffic. In front of this busy place or whatever, right. you know, he's basically what he's doing. This is what the police do when they do traffic. He's screaming at cars. He's standing in his street, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming at, at, at people. Yes. That is bossing every them time. them around. Every time I see a cop standing, I just look at him and I'm like, well, man, he's getting paid to scream at cars all day. Today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to plenty no, of that. Over there. Over there. Move it. Fuck Move it. It. Come on. Detective Brown normally wears plain clothes and is in his current assignment as an investigator of sex crimes involving children oh get out of here that's not his real job however he was directing traffic on this day and he was dressed in a fluorescent yellow police issued jacket police issued cold weather cap with npbd emblazoned across it and a gun clearly displayed on his hip the only thing brighter than his jacket was his police badge that was prominently displayed on his chest I mentioned all this uniform detail, so there could be no misunderstanding about whether or not the staff at the 7-Eleven convenience store located at 489 Rockdale Avenue knew that Detective David Brown was a police officer on duty, and he was standing outside of their business for hours directing traffic, including assisting the customers driving in and out of their lot. He was dressed in a manner that would allow drivers of cars to clearly understand he was a police officer. So obviously, a clerk standing face to face with him would recognize him as an on duty police officer. Okay. So he's carrying himself like a cop, yep. which means he's bullying people or pushing them around or screaming at someone. Yelling yeah, at yeah, people, apparently. directing He's screaming them. at cars in the parking lot of the 7 Eleven now. Threatening them. So, like, actually, what he's probably yeah. actually doing. Get, go, goddamn. Move it. Fuck. What is wrong with you? I said this entire area. Clear this entire area. <laughs> come on. Come, come on. come right on! Right now. Right now. Yeah. God. The amount of times I've been yelled at by a cop standing on the street in my car. Yeah. It's just. They're you to get with the program. you're like, what's going on? <laughs> what's the fucking program, my yeah. guy? You're changing the program. I'm getting with the program. I drive a certain way all the time. Now you're yeah. telling me to do it a different way. And right. you're screaming at me for it. I don't like it. Stop screaming. Uh, after a few hours of directing tra- traffic, the detective felt the call of nature. This is the greatest op ever. He's Love like it. a doo doo started to build up in his booty hole, is what he said. How <laughs> okay, I would have wrote Right, this. right, this is slang. After a few hours of directing traffic, the detective felt the call of nature and walked into the Seven Eleven and asked if he could use their bathroom. He tells me the clerk went into the doorway behind the counter mm-hmm. and then returned and told him no nice well no no public restroom sorry the clerk and her supervisor decided that they would refuse to allow a uniformed police officer who was actually assisting their business to function that day the common courtesy of using their bathroom now did he work there no he did not work there and if the bathroom is employees only he's not an employee no he's not an employee no you work the streets listen me and Brett have go, been go very a, open. you get one of those public restrooms. You work for the public. Go yeah. get one of them public restrooms. <laughs> yeah. 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 Find one of those. Good mean, luck. there's a constitution. There's a amendment or there's a, a constitution and a bill of rights that I don't have to like quarter soldiers or anything yeah. like that. Right. right, like, right I'm right. not going to let you. This is quartering. Yep. yep. I'm not going to quarter in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm against that. No. It, well, the thing is, me, we have both been pretty open about like, I think that if you run a public business in the public. Square, Uh then you should have a public restroom for anybody to use. And it is honest and true. I mean, exactly because based, you know, the the people that work at a place are kind of judging you when you ask that question. Yeah. Right. Like they're they're making the final decision. They can bend the rules. They can bend the rules or they can just say. Uh, there's a fluorescent fucking sign over there that says employees only. I mean, what if this cop looked like me and they were like, he's going to leave a seven yeah, pound Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right we here. can't handle that. <laughs> Our toilet can't handle <laughs> that, that shit. But the thing is like, if there's not a public, the fact is that is not a law. This thing that me and Brett well, are talking about. And the truth is like, the, they don't uh, have to let anybody use the fucking bathroom police. and they don't. Police pee and caca is worth uh, more. more. <laughs> special, yeah, yeah. It really needs to be like disposed of immediately. Can you save me the poop and pee so I can sell it on a Blue <laughs> Lives Matter site or something
3: like
2: that?
0: This came out of an officer, a detective. This poo poo actually came out of a detective that covers sex crimes on children. Okay, this is a special Blue Lives Matter poo poo. If you want this. We will sell it to you for $100. Yeah, I would. would, Some motherfucker's going to have that sitting on this thing. This this dude who this is waste (laughs) from a sex crime cop, so, you know. (laughs) To his credit, Detective Brown wasn't upset or rattled by the experience. Oh, obviously not. He just called the guy at the radio station and had him rush there to do a quick interview. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not rattled at all. He seemed far worse. He saw his partner nearly stabbed to death when Whoa. he was assigned as a detective in the city's gang unit. Whoa. He is lying. This is the lioness. This cop is lying. He's a fucking liar. chews on a toothpick. Yeah, this guy. He wears a trench coat. He once had to he was, once had to cut the red wire. It was like red wire, green <laughs> yeah. wire, yeah. white wire. Yeah. He Everybody's cut the red one. Sweat, Beads of sweat. People were like, "You never cut the red wire because that's the one because it's red. Red equals fire." He cut it, and it was actually the right wire. So, yeah, that was something genius. also he did. Yeah, genius. Couple other things he did that I don't think you know about is he walked along the outside of a building to like on, on the ledge on the outside of a tall building to save somebody who was going to jump off of the building. Pretty right? impressive. Yeah. It a big deal yeah, that he did. One sure. time he was standing, he was standing and there was a man with a gun and he was just pointing it at this person and he was just about to shoot him and he jumped and he got in front of him and he placed his badge in such a way that the mm. bullet hit his badge and bounced off instead of uh, yeah. hitting the person. It was, you know, that's what this cop did. Yeah, this, probably his kid put that in his pocket before yeah. he left work for work been that been through day. some shit, dude. Just let him use your bathroom, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's yeah. freaking, he's been through it. He's had it. Um, He currently would uh, so he so he wasn't upset or rattled. He's seen far worse. Okay, so he currently works a job. I mean, I just it just comes with the territory. I just think that it's like. You know, even though, like, you know, not that this is anything close. I don't think that the people that are the mods in our Facebook group are police. No. But they do have a little bit of self-hatred about, like, trying to tell people how they should post online. I agree. I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah like, I see I'm tell- always talking about, like, I don't yeah. like telling people I yeah. don't want to do this, but these cops are like. Yeah, they think they are the authority. Yeah, they want to. Uh so uh, he currently works to put the local sexual predators who rape and abuse local children in prison. He lives in the grim world that most of us thankfully only see on TV episodes of Law & Order. And his cases don't wrap up in 60 minutes. Wow! It isn't going to ruin my day, but it's a sign of the times we're living in, Detective Brown told me. I told him the last time I saw him work in a traffic detail, he was downtown and he was walking an elderly lady arm-in-arm arm, across the street. <laughs>
3: I mean, the it's cr- every day,
0: That's his everyday life. He just, you know, busting sex criminals, helping old ladies, getting cats out of trees, Cat, all of it, <laughs> everything, making dinner when he gets home. You know, he one time was hauling off a pregnant woman to jail, but mm-hmm. on the way there, she went into labor and he delivered her baby. I heard that. I heard and that. And he dropped the charges. Yes. Him. Yeah. Now, so something. benevolent. Just something he he's does. He's a saint. Yeah, yeah. He's working on a. Uh, he, he's working on a few things. Some some cures for some diseases and stuff too. Yeah. Do you know he was a brilliant musician as well? Yeah. Yeah. He's jazz on the, the oboe. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the jazz <laughs> jazz oboe. Yeah. Do you believe these disgusting Seven Eleven? Incredible. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. It, Look who I, they're keeping out. They're keeping a cultured man of the arts. A out. Renaissance man. <laughs> modern day Mozart is just you know can't you know did deposit their waste at your, your convenience store. This is, the this is preposterous article ever. written. <laughs> the times are changing in America. Well, for I, the mean, men I don't in- know. I mean, it, but I have to say that this, I mean, it is kind of, it is news to that person <laughs> when you're like, Hey, can I use the toilet real quick? And someone's like, no, Fuck you! You can't. You're like, whoa. <laughs> okay. I don't like it either. We actually yeah, I mean, had it happen. I mean, it on is kind of news. I think it is kind of news. Like, yeah. I mean, it alerts people either way, right? It's kind of like how seven. You know, like, oh, that Seven Eleven is kind of fucking with it. You know, like they're down with the, the cause, um, or not down with the. Sure, cause. Sure, sure, sure. Or they, or they like, well, or we they were... like cop pee pee. Wait, or they, they're into. They cop want the cop PP. Yeah. There's going to. Now there's the, probably a convenience store across the street that's like, we yeah. love cop piss. Yeah. Bring your piss in here, Ben yeah. Blue. <laughs> the boys in blue bring their piss in this building. Yeah. Okay. The times are changing in America for the yeah. men and women who put on a badge and a gun and then put their lives on the line for us. Mm-hmm. Refusing to serve police officers, spitting in their food and assaulting them is now a regular event. It's not. And I don't think like so. A regular event. I mean, a couple brave souls, you know, <laughs> did did the right thing and fucked with them. But uh, it's very rare. Unfortunately, they, I mean, they're they're pretty much heralded everywhere they go. (laughs) This is so funny. This is the result of a longstanding campaign to destroy the traditional American value of respecting the police. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. I I mean, mean, that's 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 the intention. I think that as more folks can read about the history of the police and can um, see what's happening via, like, live stream and video, I think we've definitely come a lot further in that cause. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) it's... It says if you call police officers pigs long enough, eventually some people will start thinking and acting as if the police are less than human. Animals go to the bathroom outside. I pee outside all the motherfucking time. Yeah, I pee uh, off my back porch all the time. He can pee outside. I'll Pee outside. outside is, you know, yeah, outside I myself okay. went into the store Friday after talking with the detective. And pee, purchased peeing a outside is as natural as bare feet. Yeah. Yeah. Peeing outside is. Fine, as natural as bare feet. I don't like bare feet, but yeah, peeing outside is easy. Well, I mean, you, you weren't you don't born don't with shoes, feet. yeah. You weren't born with a toilet. I okay, I wasn't born with a toilet, is true. The That's world is your I toilet. The world, yeah. is, the your world toilet. is my toilet. The Real. world is a toilet. Relieve yourself, yeah. Uh, um, um, relieve yourself because the so world is a toilet. I myself went into the store Friday after talking with the detective and purchased a bottle of water. The female clerk told me it was $1.99, and I handed her two $1 bills. Then I asked if I could use the restroom. She said no. She didn't ask her supervisor, and she also tried to keep my change. Ooh. This was the first time in my life I really wanted the penny back. No, y'all go in there. You think you own the place? You walk in every place. You kick the fucking seat. This right guy's off. not even. A cop. They just kick this seat right off the fucking hinge. <laughs> this guy's not even copies a DJ. He basically just wait put the, the DJ. End they don't let anybody use the back. Oh, okay, sorry. It's not a public cop. restroom. Yeah. Oh, what a loser, man. Wait, so a cool DJ's. This Is, was written by a DJ. This uh, this op ed was written by a DJ. Oh, so he went to go test how easy it was to use yeah. the pisser there? Yeah. I am radio it's DJ. Like, hey, named I'm a DJ. Chris McCarthy. See? They discriminate against DJs too. I know they not Don't, hate don't get so, take it so fucking seriously, police officer. Why y'all gotta go and get in your weird ass forum? <laughs> All about it, and and get all riled up. He together. does. He, the police officers just get so. They love it. They they I, love to be most he, most hated. I know. The most do. hated. Yeah. Every, every, every day race. I wake up knowing I'm the most hated for what I love for what I love to do, which is bring justice to the world. <laughs> you know, I want to take a hot, refreshing piss. You know, someone thinks they can deny that from me, but I do that wherever I want. <laughs> you know, he wasn't even a customer, dude. No, I mean, he didn't even buy no gum. Like, you at least got to be like, ah, what's the cheapest thing you have? Yeah, that's what I always say. That's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) What can I get for less than a dollar? Yeah. Like, I have 55 nickels in my pocket. Can can I get some chips? (laughs) That's the worst, though. (laughs) Just get what you need. (laughs) I. there needs to be more public (laughs) restaurants. This oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'm supposed to say traveling, like, to work, traveling the United States, uh, one thing I know is that you cannot pee enough places. We, what we need to do, though, is still not let cops use those. But people go crazy in them, though, too. People do go crazy in the restroom. They do go crazy in a bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's based. Like you said, it's based for everybody. International waters. Home base. You can do whatever feels comfortable for you in the restroom. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. It's off. Like, none of us can judge or even. You know, possibly suggest that we looked between the cracks when no. we walked in no. and saw some weird shit going yeah. on. No, I would never go out and be like, the person in the stall is like doing something. <laughs> yeah, like, I saw I some motions. I saw a crazy motion in there. You know what I do is if somebody's in the stall, I I really want to hurry so I don't have to look at them in the face when they come out of the stall. <laughs> right, right. You don't want to, yeah, overlap. Like, there was doo-doo was gross. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, then I got to look at this right, guy. Right. You know, I got to look at this fucking guy. Right, right. He just fucking dropped a doo-doo. Sure, sure. Get out of here, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to look you in the face right now. Yeah. It's like fucking trying to look me in the eye while you're having sex. I don't <laughs> Well no, that makes it more intense. I know. Well, that's good. <laughs> I don't want your shit to be more oh, intense. Oh, you don't want to have an intense shit with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Just <the> fucking toilet. <laughs> fucking examining your shit. Yeah. <laughs> There was another cop story, but it was just, uh, it was a really weird one where a a cop was towing somebody's car Mm -hmm. and uh, they called him a hoe. (laughs) Okay. So he went and got an office chair and sat outside where the person was working and waited for an apology from the guy. Are you kidding me? Would you like live streaming or something for his well, fucking here. PDs? No, he didn't live book stream it. page or something. Ah, you know what? We haven't gone long in a while. Here we go. <laughs> it's so weird, Brett. What? I we'll just go real quick. We we could do this in ten minutes, probably. And we haven't gone long in a while, so we'll we'll go a little long. We've been going short since I was sick. Okay. For some 40 minutes, he sat in a rolling chair, sipping on a sparkling water, engaging in what he called community-oriented policing stuff. Okay. Okay. Seattle Police on Wednesday released video from former Police Sergeant Frank Pablocki's body camera that shows him seated outside of a man's workplace while passersby and other officers asked what he was doing. Pablocki explains to one officer that he got a little disrespected earlier today, and I think I deserve an apology, the video shows. So... This guy's uh, sitting in the middle of the street. Every person that walks by is like, Hey, I want you to know I got disrespected earlier today. I'm not going to stand for it. (laughs) Nope. I'm going to let him do his thing. I'm going to let him make his money at work. But uh, he has hell to pay when he gets out. Just telling every passerby your stupid fucking grievance. Police Chief Carmen Best demoted Pablocki to the I don't get any respect anywhere I go. I don't either. (laughs) Nobody fucking looks at me with any modicum of like fucking respect. I get called a hoe all the time. (laughs) Sure. I get hoed out every day of my life. get screamed at on these streets out here. Um, yeah, fuck. And they suspended him for 10 days without pay October 12th after an internal investigation found that while on duty and in full uniform, he sat in the chair outside of an auto zone in Seattle's Central District waiting for a man who worked there to apologize to him for hurling insults at him during an earlier confrontation over towing a car. Okay. The Seattle Times previously reported on Poblaki's actions based on a leaked disciplinary action report and an August 2nd police memo obtained after a public disclosure request the Times subsequently requested a new video Pabloki exchanged sharp words with the man and his girlfriend february 10th as their card was being towed for having expired tags oh man which is bullshit they were yeah fucking he went and looked in their driveway or if the car's road. not moving you yeah. don't need to take it nowhere exactly. they do that all the time i maybe. mean i have to go somewhere i'm mean, gonna I have to go get paperwork and get a new sticker for it but if it's not in motion it's not in play that yeah. game piecing is in play. That's true. <laughs> According to the body cam video on the August 2nd memo, the man called Pablocki a hoe. <laughs> As Pablocki <laughs> drove away, the girlfriend called him a bitch and a punk. <laughs> <laughs> Prompting Pablocki to roll down his window and reply, I'll see you guys. Good night. Okay. Nearly three hours later, Pablocki drove to the AutoZone parking lot where he removed the rolling chair from the back seat of his patrol car Planted himself in front of the business and chatted with citizens and patrol officers who passed through the area. What is this? <laughs> it's what is it's this? So weird. It's weird, right? And you I, have to I, deal. Everybody has to deal with this guy. Yeah, because like he's, he's like throwing like everybody into his fucking orbit. <laughs> I know. Hey, I know. we're having a good time in an autozone parking lot. I guess we just disrespect the police. <laughs> You know, he's like, it's like a fucking, it sounds like somebody that's too wasted, right? He does. It sounds sound like drunk. somebody throwing rocks at a fucking windows and yeah. shit. I mean, just somebody that is, you got It's like drunk with fucking power. If any other human did this, they would arrest yeah. them and throw them in jail, dude. Dude, if you say outside, if, I if you that, come outside my work for 45 minutes menacingly, <laughs> bring a fucking office chair. Out of nowhere? <laughs> the Just come have. up with your own rolly office chair, dust it off and shit. <laughs> you know, give it a good fucking pat. It's my seat. punishment chair. Yeah. Oh, I'm waiting for you. I know when you get off work. Like, whoa. Somebody get them out of here. Somebody clothesline this fucking dude. It's Put so him in a weird. small uh, you know, a package pile driver or something. When an officer drove by, Poblocki informed him he was cold kicking it and doing some- Cold creepy. kicking it. <laughs> oh me? I'm just lamping out here. <laughs> Yeah, somebody earlier called me a hoe, said I was a hoe for doing police work. Yeah, I got a couple words for them. (laughs) And mostly those words, are you going to apologize to me? Right. They should have some words for me, like, sorry, I called you a hoe with a punk and a bitch. (laughs) That's the job. When an officer, (laughs) so he said he was cold kicking it and doing some community oriented policing stuff, the video show. And that is something he He should have live streamed it. He's heard activists yeah, say yeah. you need to do community or, and he's being a smart. Well, ass. Well, no, they've also they've also said that too. I mean, that's where all those YouTube videos. That's why they're out there doing Bruno Mars songs. That's community, that's community. That's <laughs> community oriented policing too, though. But this is such a different right. thing than the breakdancing cops. You know, no, but this they're is like like he's out menacing. He thinks there's going to be a cute story. Yeah, about him <laughs> like, rolling around in an office chair. guys work dee, parking. Dee, like, dee, 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 dee. It'll just be some quaint story. Yeah. Yeah. No. This this is a cop. This, this officer story. decided, you know, to teach this guy a lesson, <laughs> a lesson <laughs> in respect. Right? Some guy called me a hoe and a bitch. Poblocky remarked on the video to one man walking his dog. So what? Poblocky said he planned to stay until he got an apology. Oh god! Poblocky explained to another officer who drove by that he got a little disrespected earlier today, and I think I. You're deserve a fucking an apology. bully. You're a bully, man. <laughs> You're he using is. your fucking police. Like anybody else that did this would be thrown in fucking jail, right? Yeah, you just, can't show up to people's work and just be menacing to them. No, no, this is bad. even if they call you a hoe, just get over it, just grow up, and <laughs> go home. If you if you aren't hoeing, you were towing a fucking you were towing his car. Yeah, this is like those one guys too that in Times Square. Do you remember those guys that yelled at the cop and then the cop menaced them forever and like? harassed him no uh this was a while ago okay the, about 23 minutes after he sat down according to the memo and video a witness confronted Pablocki, saying you he heard why Pablocki was there and that considered it harassment and bad form yeah Pablocki responded okay providing his name and his badge number okay okay that's what we're doing i did just I'm picturing all of this right now. Okay, you want to speak to my manager? Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess okay. Sure, you thought it was okay to call me a hoe. <laughs> the witness, not the man who had been upset over the car tow, complained to the police department. According to the memo, the witness emailed the department's Office of Police Accountability the same day, okay. describing Poblaki's action as a complete waste of taxpayer yep. money I can that see promotes that. poor relations with the community. Sure. Cosign for me. The witness, who is white, noted the man being target was African-American and oh, in an Jesus. apparent reference to the large back black population oh, in the Central God. District Act, whether the same treatment would be given to a citizen if they were in yeah, a community that minimal. were pro- predominantly white. Another citizen, an <sighs> African-American man who walked out of the auto zone, lectured Poblaki saying he was unnecessarily escalating the situation. Poblaki thanked the man, shook his hand, and walked back to his patrol car. This is just such a you wild... You shouldn't be doing your job. and You can't handle it. You can't handle having this power. Yeah. If you're using it for this, like, if you can't get over some dumbass calling you something, anybody, a fucking name, like, literally, you... <sighs>
1: Name-calling
0: call, name is getting to you. I know. Name-calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Name-calling. Yeah. Poblaki, who is appealing his discipline, defended himself during the internal investigation. <laughs> Imagine him defending himself, saying he stationed himself in front of the store to keep his eyes on a historically high-crime location. He acknowledged that sitting in the chair was unusual, but because he planned to be there for more than thirty minutes, he wanted to be comfortable and approachable. Yeah, I thought this 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 is going to be like a sitcom in my mind. Now it seems more like you know I was kind of threatening this guy with violence, but it was more going to be like a sitcom type thing to me. Yeah, something like Joey from Friends would do something real fun. (laughs) Yeah, Goofy. It's like hey, it's It's like like a Kramer. I'm a Kramer. Well, really? I guess I gotta racist. sit in this uh, office chair all day long since you called me a hoe. Yeah, man, this is weird. But it's just... yeah. I mean, that's um. I mean, that kind of behavior is just that's a that's a red that's like a red <laughs> alert. <laughs> Maybe yeah, and they only gave it's ten like days suspension. Flag. Like that is a firing. No, get rid of. I mean, yeah. This is this is the other thing we need with our police is way more firings, like almost constant firings. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> What a weird fucking guy, man. Yeah. All right. That, that well, we, the police are, fuck, police are stupid in this country, um, but they're very dangerous. So do what you can to get by. <laughs> Thanks for listening to street fight radio. Uh, we are live streaming this show on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. Watch it Wednesday nights, Sunday nights. Um, streetfightradio.com is our central hub for everything. But, Every single Sunday, we take calls. We have a new number. I don't know. I can't rattle it off right now, and I didn't write it down. I uh, will get it. But here. This Sunday, we will be taking your calls at 9 p.m. Brian. Oh, you put it on the page. Yeah, it's on the screen. 614 655 3887. That's the new number. And uh, we'll so we're doing ya. this show on 9, 9 p.m. on Sundays now. You'll love it. It's a little earlier. I mean, first caller of 2019, a fucking actual teenager that listens to street fight radio in the year of 2019. I was uh, blown away. It was a good show. Yeah. First calling was good energy on the basement ones. And now we're facing each other. And earlier being down here earlier too. Like I just have, I, it's so hard to stay up so late. And I think being there at nine is way easier. That makes it good. And it also just makes it good that like, When you're in somebody else's space, things can go wrong. And also, uh, things can, when you're in somebody else's space, things can go wrong and you can get in trouble. We can't get in trouble here. We can do anything we want here. Yeah, yeah. This is our (laughs) turf. (laughs) So it's nice. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Street Fighter Radio. If you want to support us, we all, we have merch. We have gumball T-shirts. We're gonna have Lonnie Tunes T-shirts up in the store. We have the West Coast tour poster. Super fucking cool. Just twenty dollars to get that sent to your house. Um, it's a like a, what is it, eighteen by twenty four print cardstock. Looks dope. There's only a hundred of them made. Uh, super cool artwork from an obelisk. You can find them on Instagram. Uh, we also have uh, some zines. I just put the zines back you know, the back copies of the, uh, zines are in there. If you want to get the copyright criminals coloring book, that's there. So store.streetfireadio.com is the place to head to buy merch. Um, we also have, if, if you don't want to do the Patreon angle, which, I mean, I gotta, I gotta say right now, Patreon is like, has so much good stuff on there for $5 a month compared to what you're getting with other podcasts, we simply beat the shit out of them. (laughs) You're getting access to our written zines, exclusive art, all of the bonus shows, and you get to watch fucking TV with us. Seriously, you get to watch Firefest documentary. If you were going to watch that shit and you were like, I think it's stupid to watch this, but I'm interested. At least you can have some entertainment. We are there with you. So uh, head over to Patreon.com. If you're not into that, we have a Venmo now at Street Fight Radio. So if you want to do a one time donation or you're just not comfortable uh, with doing a recurring thing or your taxes are coming up, Venmo. Uh, we have a name. It's at Street Fight Radio. Send us all of your money so that we can pay people and uh, pay to get our fucking thing bigger and bigger and bigger. I think that we can like squash everybody else and force them to be cool. If we're enough of us do it, right? Yeah, I think so. that's all we need. If we have a whole bunch of money. I could probably pull that off. Yeah, we'll probably solve that problem. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, supporting what we do. We love all y'all, and uh, we'll be back later this week. We're Street Fight. Peace.